0: friends beyond the binary ladies and gentlemen boys and girls it's time for the podcaster who's here to keep you company to take your mind off of stuff and be a little bit confusing because i'm more than a little bit confused you could say i am you could call me the auto baffler because that was i just listened to an intro where i mentioned that uh the baffles are automatic when they come out of me. It's time for sleep with me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. And thanks for making it possible, my patron peeps. I uh, hear you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing trouble. Getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is sleep with me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake. Uh, whether that's thoughts, you know, things you're thinking about from the past, present, or the future, thoughts, feelings, anything you're feeling emotionally that's coming up for you physical sensations, anything, any of those things that are keeping you awake, uh, changes in time, temperature, routine, you know, anything going on. You could have something coming up or something that just passed. Whatever's keeping you awake, I'm here to help, basically. And not only that, there's a lot of people listening that can probably identify with what's keeping you up or relate to it. Maybe not everybody has experienced the same thing you're experiencing right now but a lot of us can relate to it. And probably there are a few people that are going through it right now, too. There's enough listeners. Uh, So a lot of us know how it feels in the deep, dark night. That's why I make this show, because you are important and you deserve a good night's sleep. And the way I propose to do that is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, which means I'm going to go off topic, I'm going to get mixed up, and uh, like, oh, creaky dulcetones means my voice is not traditionally soothing, but it's ignorable, just like my my person, forgettable and ignorable. uh, uh, So so creaky dulcetones, uh, pointless meanders and superfluous tangents mean I'm going to go off topic, I'm going to get mixed up, I'm going to talk about something, I'm going to forget what I was talking about, then I'll talk about it in another way. Then something'll pop up in my head, and I'll say, "Okay, booyah base." Uh, it's been a while since I said booyah base, uh, and I say it's kind of hard to say. It's like there's a booyah base. Uh, it's 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 it, it's one of those words that uh, that really just popped in my head too. People might say, is that a prepared?" And I say, "Nope." That was literally what popped in my head when I said words. that just popped in my head. It said, my brain said booyah base. And it said, can you see booyah bass? And I say, I can see the word booyah bass. I can't see the individual letters, but I know there's a bunch of letters in there that are beyond my understanding. But also saying booyah base uh, which I may not even be saying correctly, it feels like it's one of those words that hangs in the middle, which I, I guess would fit. I mean, I don't want to project too much onto a word, but that's what I do when I go on a pointless meander is... Uh, sounds like bouillabaisse base is pretty chill because uh, if it's hanging in the middle and you'd say scoots by definition there's nothing chill about a, a bouillabaisse. base uh do you understand and i say i think i understand i can picture like a, a, something a slow cook and by i would say yes te- temperature wise you may not say that a bouillabaisse base is chill but if you think about it uh Metaphorically, it's just chilling all day long. I mean, you know what I mean. It's not chilling; it's distilling, or can't, you know, the essences. It's intermingling all day long. Oh boy, now I'm starting to sweat. I say I'm sweating talking. Now I'm starting to think about what's happening in that booyah base metaphorically, but even molecularly. Maybe if we could get one of those great, none of the molecular cook chefs that were popular or still are popular. You know, they, none of them, They, uh, I'm, not, I'm not on their call list uh, for questions like this, usually because I forget to ask. And then when I go to ask them questions, I usually just question, I yeah, have other questions for them. Uh, and I get distracted or I get shy and I say, never mind, Richard Blaze, Wiley Dufresne. Sorry, I, I forgot what I was going to say. I like do my thing. Any, oh, sorry, I'm supposed to open a sleep podcast here. So whatever's keeping you awake, I'm here to take your mind off of it and keep you company so you could fall asleep. What does that mean? Well, it means the show's very different uh, to start out. And it takes a couple tries to get used to the show. That's what hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people have said to me. They say at first I don't know. I didn't know what I was wondering. Like I felt skeptical or doubtful or ambivalent or strongly didn't like the show, but then I listened to it a couple more times. They said, "Oh, okay, that's actually what the show is. It's it's like it's something that's nothing. You're the stone soup of bouillabaisse, uh, but but just with the stones in the water before the bouillabaisse was formed." And I'd say you're you're correct about correctamundo, as the fans would say. Who's the fans? We don't have time for that. Uh, but so, oh, so this is a show to take your mind off stuff and put you to sleep. So if you're feeling doubtful or skeptical, that's how most people are. Just to see how it goes, because you're important. The reason I make this show, I know how it feels in the deep, dark night. And I can relate to that. And I'd like to help. And you deserve a good night's sleep. You deserve a safe place where you can rest and get the sleep you need. So, uh... That's important to me because it means our world will be a better place, right, Uh, if I can help you. So that's uh, those that's uh, yeah, those are a couple things. So what else? Um, A Safe place. Oh, so if I can help you fall asleep, that's important to me. Uh, But the other things to know is this is a podcast you don't really listen to. It's more than background. It could be more than background. Some people are just listening to it like it's a mumbling, a soft mumbling in the deep dark night. Other people are kind of paying attention. Some people are barely paying attention. Some people are asleep already. So just kind of see how it goes and how it works for you. And um, so, but you don't really. If you're trying to listen and you're waiting for it to get started, it it it, we're we're always going no, never going nowhere. Always, never, we going, or whatever we, I say that I forget. Uh, so, this podcast is kind of like a car that's, you know, barely started, barely, you know. So, just kind of listen loosely if you can. You'll get it after a couple tries. Uh, it also doesn't put you to sleep. I'm here to keep you company, to be your boyfriend, your boar bay, your boar sib, your boar bud, your boyfriend friend. But, you know, so your bore sib, whatever it is, your bore bestie, I'm here to be your friend in the deep, dark night and keep you company so you can fall asleep. Uh, like to take your mind off stuff and just talk and be your company that you don't have to, I'm your company that you don't have to listen to or entertain. I'm here to barely entertain you. The barely entertainer, not going to be a movie or a book, but, uh, that's cause that's just my role. That's how I roll. I barely entertain you. I'm just keeping you company. So that, that's a barely entertaining. Oh, structure the show. That's the other thing that can throw new people off naturally because our show is structured in a very specific and deliberate way. But it's different than probably what you would expect. And that's normal. So it starts off with a greeting. Friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Then I try to say something witty or silly. I'm not usually successful at that. Uh, but that kind of gives you an idea that the goal of the show is for you to be seen and welcomed in and that it's uh, the tone of the podcast is a little bit goofy. So that's that part. Then there's support, support for uh, the show so it can be free and come out twice a week wherever you want to listen to it. Uh, that happens through sponsors and listener support. Uh, then support if you're having a tough time right now and then support for uh, like the communities around the show so there's support then there's uh then so that's part of like like how the show keeps going and here is here whenever you want it and with other 400 something episodes then there's an intro which is separate from that support stuff uh and the intro is like 10 to 20 minutes long where i try to explain what the podcast is unsuccessfully but it follows a similar structure every time but it's a little bit different every time so your brain can't quite adjust uh and so that you have some variety to look forward to, you never know what I'm like. Uh, what I'm going to get mixed up. You never know when Richard Blaze is going to come up on this podcast. Which is, you know his here. Here's the thing. You know his name doesn't even have a Z in it. It's like booyah base. It's like what are those words? That's not Richard Blaze. It's like I'd say if I if if I didn't know who Richard Blaze was, and I had to introduce him, I'd say, "Welcome. We're here to Rick. What? Like Rick? What, Richard Blase." Uh Richard Blaine. Richard Blaza Blaza and they say it's Richard Blaze, man. And they'd say it no offense, but has it always been Richard Blaze? I mean you Blaze, uh you know. But has it always been Oh, I'm been doing a sleep. So the intro goes on and on and on. And it's really here to ease you into bedtime, to be a transition during, like from your waking day, like part of your wind down, whether you're in bed or you're getting ready for bed. Now, there's a percentage of people that skip the intro. There's a percentage of people that fall asleep during the intro. But for most listeners, uh, the intro is a chance to lower the volume and transition to being able to go to sleep. Now you can fall asleep during it, that's great if you do, uh, but just in case it's like, a, it's like a landing, we're coming in for, for I'm easing you into that bed uh, and pulling up the covers, or if you don't want them pulled up, you know, whatever, I'm over here though, don't worry, I won't get near your covers, just metaphorically. So that's the intro. Then there's support again between the intro and the show, so it can be free twice a week, whenever you want it, wherever you want it on a podcast app. Free podcast apps, uh, free show. And then there'll be our story. So it'll be our episodically modular, serialized story, spice friends. Uh it'd be nice and meandering and relaxing. I think there's gonna be a re relay re- relay race, uh, and then the show ends with some thank you. So that's so a structure show. That's why I make the show. I'm really glad you're here. I work really hard. I really yearn and I strive and I really hope we can help you fall asleep. Thanks again for coming by. And here's a couple of ways I'm able to do this for you for free twice a week. All right, everybody. Scoots here. It's time for our episodically modular series, Spice Friends. Uh, with a touch of seriality, or a little uh, more than a touch, a little bit of it, more than a touch or a dash. Uh, but you can listen to them in any order. That's what episodically modular means because I'm going to fill you in on most of the series right now. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, I'll get it all set up for you. But uh, it's uh, Spice Friends is a. a ta- so if this is this is episode 10, I believe, but if you so you can listen to 10, 11, 12 or 10, 1, any order, really. I design them in that way. And maybe you'll even fall asleep during it. And you say, but just in case you're a completist, I want to give you the peace of mind that this is designed for you and mine, because I'm like that, too. I say, wait a second, how am I going to watch that? Uh, Don't worry, Scoots is here. I'm here to help, uh, really. Now, if you are a completist, go right ahead. That's why I try to work so hard to make sure we have so many free episodes in the feed. But give it a shot. You could also give it a shot, too, or give it a try. So Spice Friends is a tale of a world pretty much like ours. You may have seen it portrayed in films, our world, uh, throughout history. But as soon as they discovered fission and fusion, and you've seen this depicted, these large beings, uh, some uh, with, uh, like, their circulatory system was cool, and some their circulatory systems were warm, and some fish-based, I don't even know anything about that, uh, or bird-based, uh, I'm not an expert on any of this stuff, but uh, large, gigantic beings, as soon as we were fissioning and fusioning around, particularly for offensive purposes, uh, these beings started roaming the earth. uh, And they particularly like to step on electrical poles, uh, neon signs, and uh, buildings, uh, uh, empty buildings, of course, and and, uh, T-A-N-K-S's and trucks. Also, D-A-M-S, not with no M, though. And they would do a lot of stuff. Obviously, that's very chaotic to have a giant, like, forest friend wandering around your city, particularly cities they seem to go to. And, you know, human beings tried to deal with it in different ways, and none were super effective, and it would come and go. And we never really tied it to the fission or fusion super clearly except later on and at one point they had uh, gone and come and then uh, pre- the president and vice president smith were the presidents of the united states and one of them came back like like one that's similar to a dinosaur and it was wandering around and president smith tried to deal with it by um detaching part of uh, like a uh, detaching part of the um, continental u.s uh that didn't work then President Smith somehow, by some means, became a big one, means that aren't important to this story. And they thought, like, okay, President Smith's obviously a hero. He'll, you know, do a, a dance-off and the dinosaur, giant dinosaur will go away. But really, President Smith had a secret plan, which is to lure that, that big one and other ones that were wandering the Earth and other places and get them all in this one atoll where they would be put into hibernation by another planet, Planet Zipper, uh, which uh, did do that, put our whole planet under hibernation. The big ones were so big they were the last ones to wake up. Uh, we had sent a team of astronauts to Planet Zipper to learn more about how to deal with the big ones. This was over a long time, so long. Well, President Smith was like, uh, like uh, went to the. Uh, um, place you know where president you know went to some place like the high the mount rushmore and another plane now vice president smith she uh at some point you know when the whole world goes into hibernation things change uh you know the the like so we're, we're now called the collective nations i think uh, for a time and she became president of that president of the world because it was a lot of different everybody was teaming up uh For the most part, not everybody, though. You know, we're humans. She was waiting for the astronaut to come because the big ones were about to wake up. The astronaut, only one astronaut returned from a team of astronauts. And she said, what's the solution from Planet Zipper? He said, expressing yourself through thoughts, teaching children and adults to express themselves through their feelings via song and dance. Uh, And, of course, she said, what? And he said, we have to trust it's going to work. And it actually kind of worked that when when it was properly done with like a, like a motive of pure you know exploration and curiosity, these giant spice based beings would come up like cinnamon spice and cinnamon, cinnamon spice uh, like uh, dealt with uh, I think moth breath. and they, they like flew off to another universe. then there was a lime leaf uh, who went to the, like came and helped with uh, feather breath or something they went to, uh, the bottom, like to visit, like, uh, some, some geothermal thing in the bottom of the ocean together. There was a garlic, uh, a garlic and a subagi and they went and they, they became like a flower and a volcano or something. And then there was like the cumin cuties and, um, big hairy ape and the, the human cuties became a toy or were a toy and a big hairy ape would just play with the toy but meanwhile, humans were being humans and it was a little bit, people were using the uh, changes to kind of make moves. So, so like, it was a little bit chaotic. Meanwhile, the astronaut admitted that, uh, that uh, like, things on Planet Zipper were not of pure intention and that Planet Zipper was actually a planet of collective beings who uh, they had been a collection of other planets of collective beings or a collective be, I don't know, tough to describe, tough to understand because we're not a collective being, uh, or we're collective doing, uh, but they were, and they, they were experiencing some individualism and budding off and that caused in their society, the big ones were the result of that. And the reason there was only one planet left of, uh, Zipparians, I don't even know what they're called we'll just call them zipperians or zippers it was because they uh um because the big ones like the feelings on when you're a collective being are so strong I guess these big ones uh like become i don't know we I don't know if we got to the bottom of it but 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 if you feel strong feelings if you're a collective planet then the the big ones. Um, I think we're close to figuring it out, but they would come. I don't think they became in, into existence. They are attracted by these strong feelings, and they uh, would, act, like, act pretty wild. And so and, and, uh, so, Planet Zipper said, well, if we project our feelings onto Earth, and they'd also fallen in love with Earth because we were individuals, and they, I think they satisfied a lot of their needs for individualism, by watching us, uh, a little bit, you say, I don't know about that. Uh, but it was mostly like just a loving observation, like, Oh, look at them playing here. Look at that person going for a bike ride or singing to their loved one at a park, that kind of stuff. And, um, so let's see. So they, uh, so they decided like, uh, but if we project the big ones onto earth, uh, and I think also they were having this kind of uh, transference, right? They were seeing us dealing with this fission and fusion, and they were having, like, uh, feelings about it, too. So I don't know how intentional it was at first, but then it became intentional. It's like, well, if we get to these big ones on Earth, they won't bother us. We're the last planet. We really got to do what it takes to keep our species, you know, our species going. And so it ended up the astronaut knew all this and got out of there, while they were trying to vote on how to deal with it up in, in Planet Zipper. Complicated stuff. I don't even have all the details either. But uh, a lot of strong feelings all around. And they were kind of trying to decide what they should do. Meanwhile, Earth decided that they no longer wanted to be led by President Smith, President of the World Smith, and this astronaut. And then Planet Zipper offered them this offer. It said, hey, we can help you deal with the big ones. All you got to do is kind of live by these simple things we're going to tell you, which moderate your feelings, you know, you know, keep your feelings under control, which is a little bit different. Like it wasn't this joyful expression of your feelings or healthy expression of your feelings. It was like, uh, keep your feelings under control. We'll keep watching you. And we think then you can you can stay human most you know like low like uh, but malaise set in. It turns out obviously if we don't have strong feelings we got malaise. And I'm not talking about the chips or what I say to uh, the Queen's Court at a, a Renaissance Fair Malay. You know when I buy chips I say these are Malays, uh, and when I say hi to the Queen's Court I say good afternoon Malays. Uh, not nah, either one of those Malays or. Laying around, kind of stuff. And, um, but, but Zipper didn't really care because they said, okay, we want humans to stay around. We want to stay around. Then the big ones can roam the earth, uh, but it'll kind of be less, you know, volatile. I think there's a solution. Again, I'm not a Zipperian, so I don't know clearly, but that was the state of affairs as I understand it. That's, I'm honest, uh, that's pretty clear. But you know, play, you know, President Smith, she's a real hero because she she takes action in like uh based on some discernment and what she discerns is going to be best for humanity, even if it's not an easy path. And Ash, the astronaut now known as Astro, uh, said, "Okay, I'll help you." And there's a lot of people that believed in President Smith's idea. But a lot of obstacles, obviously a planet of all-powerful collective being, big ones, uh, and then popular opinion were all standing in the way of President Smith. Uh, But she was not deterred. And and instead of saying no, she would always say how or what or what's the next action we can take uh, that's under our actual control. Powerful examples for me. I mean, thank you, President Smith. You know, with the underlying sense that she always says, "All will be well," and I said, "Wow, she's impressive! Holy cow!" So, President Smith, um, where were we? So, so they said, "Okay, well, we don't, have, we're no, I'm no longer president of the world. They took that away from the humans. Uh, they started a cooking show. This is over a, some some amount of time, an obscure amount of time passing." So they said, okay, well, they were became like, a, mostly people just, in popular opinion, looked, they called it present astro. So they said, okay, if that's a popular opinion of us, somewhat uh, um, diminutive, uh, we'll lean into it. And they started a cooking show, present astro, and they would have people on the cooking show that had strong opinions about them, non-positive ones mostly. And they would cook food, and uh, it became a very popular show. But this is when the Malays set in, and then the, the cooking went from spicy to less spicy to very mundane. And then they said, uh, "Whoa, this is not good for humanity." And at the same time, you know, human beings were pretty—you uh, know—we're—we're—we're we're, uh, we're pretty into ourselves. Not just not—that's an observation, not a judgment. And w- the humans did not realize uh, President Smith uh, finally showed them and told them and got them to believe like you know the reason planet zipper has us suppressing our feelings isn't for our well-being and the big one's well-being it's for their well-being and as soon as people realized that they said wait a second like it almost be like if you had to go like if you found out you had to brush your teeth like you know you brush your teeth twice a day right like what if you found out Oh, you don't really, like, uh, most of the reason you're brushing your teeth is, uh, for somebody else, uh, like you'd be be pretty, I don't know, you'd think about, well, do I want to brush my teeth then? That's not true though, kids. Don't you, this is fiction. That is a fictional metaphor, hundred percent fictional metaphor. You should brush your teeth. I was just trying to think of something that's as extreme as saying, Hey, let's, let's tone down those feelings, uh. So as soon as people found that out, they had strong feelings about it. And then the food started getting more and more spicy. And then President Smith and Astro said, let's take these spicy feelings right to someplace and see if we can attract the big ones and the spice friends. And eventually they did. And the big ones and the spice friends arrived. And that's where I was at a plane, you know, in the middle of nowhere. Uh, and, uh yeah, that's where our story starts tonight. But first, we have a Hollywood announcer here to introduce it. Drives all the way from Los Angeles. Now, for real, uh, again, doesn't drink any water, uses the restroom, not here. Thank you. I wonder what people react to when they see... Because you must be pretty good at laying low. Because I never see any pictures. I mean, I guess I don't look up paparazzi-type stuff, but... um. Like, no one's ever like, is that Antonio Banderas going into the gas station? Right, uh, you know. But uh, he comes here for the love of all of you listeners, uh, for the love of sleep, and for the love of joy. Uh, our Hollywood announcer, Mr. Antonio Banderas. Uh, thank you, Scooter. As uh, the friends beyond the binary, as the ladies and gentlemen, the boys and girls, it's time to get spicy. The spice friends, yeah, sizzle. yeah. Uh, thank you, uh, scooter. Uh, always good to be here. I do love sleep. I do love you, listeners, and I love uh, being in your ears. Yeah, thanks, Antonio. Now you could go lie down silently, and again, try not to move. Like I, I, I remember, I asked you not to wa- not to wash your hair. Or tr- I know you have work, but I said don't. Because there's something about your hair. I thought it was angels related to it because it would make this twinkling sound. But your hair also makes this—I'm pretty sure it's your hair. I mean, it looks so good. I, I mean, my body makes a sound when I see it, and I'm only, like, platonically. But I still feel it uh, in my bones so just when I see your hair. But I did ask you not to do—and and your, so your hair does not look—it looks. It still looks grand, uh, so I guess that's just this natural look. You don't even do any product or anything. And I said, don't wash it, don't condition it, you know, until uh, you don't work for me for free anymore based on, you know, that you pay to work for me by driving and your time. Like then, you you know, when when the podcast ever comes to a conclusion, you could wash your hair, you know, which I'm sure is not realistic. And But you humor me and you just, <laughs> of course, Scooter. Um, but it still may, it makes a noise like, uh, I guess maybe it's like a, somewhere between a, 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 positive groan and a sigh. I'm pretty sure that's other angels. It could be, the, you know, it could be like the, uh, another world, you know, the nether world too. Like maybe they, uh, like they have this forlorn, uh, but also pleasing sound when you put your head on, a, on the pillows, uh, that I have covered in, uh, anyway. Mr. Antonio Banderas, and this is Spice Friends. Thanks, everybody. Okay, so update, uh, Madam President. Um, so we've been, so we we like, uh, I'm really p- pleased with our work because it was like uh, now that the show has gone from a cooking show to a, f- I guess it's called f- Flavors of Feeling Buffet, and. Uh, the, 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 the big ones and the spice friends are slowly gathering here. It did really take a lot of brainstorming and a lot of teamwork, but it was your vision again and your confidence and your calm, your, your ease, uh, that said, okay, how are we going to figure this out? Uh, and the amazing connection we've may have made before and then forgotten that, uh, it's not the fission or the fusion that the big ones want to consume. It's our feelings. Uh, and then we still didn't have it because we had people doing stuff. Uh, and it wasn't until we brought on uh, communities and families, and particularly couples is what we started with, and bringing them on to say, hey, like, uh, let's do these flavor buffets, these feelings... Uh, And sometimes it was expressing, sometimes it was art. Uh, It's really like a a festival of expression here out on the plains. And I feel like it's like a movie where people are coming here and, you know, we've had to figure out all the logistics. But suddenly the world is, uh, is, things have shifted. Now, not everywhere, but uh, for the most part where we may be going towards something like the CN again where people are seeing this as essential, like their feelings are essential, and their feelings about their feelings are essential. Now, not to get carried away, because we have to translate that into positive action, which you've stayed focused on. But that expressing our feelings out on the plains, or people now expressing the feelings in the comfort of their homes and then sending it here, it's become, this is like this festival. I mean, I remember there was that thing out in the, what was it called, the uh uh the the, uh, the 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 spicy spicy goddess festival out and, uh and it was art and in in camps uh and that's what it's getting like out here and the spice friends are here the big ones are all here are coming or close and it is exciting exciting to be here uh all together, but also we know. That um, there's something going on with Zipper. You know, they're. It's clear the lag time is becoming less and less, and then our observations say, yeah, they're building some sort of relay system towards Earth. Are they like? Uh, and I don't know how long they've been doing that. I didn't know about it when I was there. Uh, but they're they're up to something, and so we don't really have a plan other than. Feeding the big ones and feeding the space friends, and them kind of enjoying this process, uh, and suddenly seeing, yeah, the the big ones are related to certain feelings, and uh, you know, each one like uh, it responds to a different level of feeling. But usually, the big ones are more of the strong feelings that if we get, if we if we react to them instead of feeling them and letting them flow through us into the big ones, uh, you know, they can make hum- hum- us as humans make choices that don't end positively always or maybe impact others. Uh, so it's like such a great thing to say, hey, do this, let it out, and and then this being can benefit from it. Like it's giving us a new sense of purpose. And imagine that, like a not reacting to our feelings, uh But letting them flow out and expressing them, sometimes to ourselves and sometimes to other people. We've seen them both work. We've seen it work so many different ways. And the same with the positive feelings, that those are affecting the spice friends and that they've, like, we didn't even realize how bright they could look. And I don't mean, I mean, in a sense, uh, beyond the sensory. Uh, that uh, they have this newfound lightness, and I don't know. So it really is like witnessing a miracle. It does redefine everything for humanity, where it's like, was this what we needed? And, but then, of course, a looming sense of what is, is, is this gonna, how is this, what is, we don't know or really understand anymore what's going on with Zipper, but we're hoping that they could see, hey, we could this could be something, right? I think, uh, but I, I don't know. So that's just where we're at. Uh, and I don't know, you're trying to contact Zipper and just be, be, be you know, we've been sending them out, You know, they can see everything anyway. So, uh, you know, we're going to have a meeting and then we're going to see if this can keep going, right? President Smith here. Uh, yeah, so things... Uh, you know, we had things that were, were were going, we were keeping going, and, uh, but Zipper kept building this relay system, kind of like satellites, I guess, uh, and, uh, they seem to have made some decisions, uh, but they, they still seem to be somewhat open minded. This, what we're doing here is not working for them. What they realized is there was something with Spice Friends and the big ones that was like, uh, it's not just the intensity of the feelings, it's the locality of the feelings that the flavor buffet, the flavor feeling buffet is about closeness. Uh, that the, the, And that was the whole thing with the fission and the fusion and these other things that were causing them to be attracted to stuff was that uh, they w- want to be close to the feelings. And uh, Planet Zipper's thought is that we're creating an unhealthy thing with them because eventually they'll realize that zipper has the feelings and then they'll go back to zipper to uh, experience or feel the energy flow of the feelings or whatever it is. And that, uh, they've come into a couple different conclusions. Unfortunately, I think the one conclusion, they say, okay, well, we could use, we can use this, uh, this series of, uh, boosters or whatever it is i don't know they don't understand because their technology is different than ours i think really what they're going to do is come here because they said well we have this planet we have the ability to bud off uh and maybe we'll just establish earth as a new home for zip uh or we could go back to the way we were and uh You know, but, but, and they'll just use the boosters to, uh, like intensify the feelings because they realize they have to get closer. That's the whole thing. The boosters, they, so they can either come here or whatever is some sort of, I don't know, gates. I don't know what it is. Uh, but basically they can use it to send their feeling and feeling intensity or come here. So they're basically sending it. My sense is that they're almost done and that it's going to be an ultimatum either we choose this or that. And I don't think th- that uh, like uh, retaliation is our option. Uh, one because I just I don't see any way that would work. Uh, and I don't see a way to avoid uh, or defend against uh, like say, okay, we have to reach some sort of consensus uh, or agreement. So what we're going to do is to try to express our feelings to the big ones in the Spice Friends. And we're working hard at that, getting going through our feelings about this. Uh, so that maybe there's an answer on the other side. It's through our feelings, through the actions of expression and brainstorming. Some more concrete actions, right? Listing all, every possible thing. No bad ideas. Uh, uh, but, you know, having and, and going through our feelings to the other side. That that will get an answer. I know all will be well because, I, you know, Emma, that's what I learned from Emma Otter as a child. And uh, so we're going to keep working. We're going to figure this out. Well, Madam President, uh, once again, I mean, I'm nearly speechless. Uh, your ability to help us move forward into an unknown place and find something to do. Uh, that uh, feels positive and feels like it could yield results. Uh, though you also say maybe remember the direction we think we're headed in might not be the direction we're going. I don't know, you always say it in ways that uh, I can't quite, uh, but I think I heard it correctly. Well, I might not be able to communicate it as well as you have. Because right now it seems like what you've been able to accomplish is, uh, talking to Zipper, communicating with Zipper, laying out the stakes, uh, as you see them, uh, which are real stakes, uh, with real gravity for everyone, but in a way that, uh, I don't know, in a way that, uh, influenced them to, to, uh to to wait and, and and to not make a choice, and now I guess that's where I'm confused. Are we buying time or 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 maybe maybe this is having options is another thing you talk about um but so you spoke to zipper, you laid out uh, some of the possibilities and and that a lot of times they might even not be seeing all of the possibilities or all of the possible outcomes, and that an unknown outcome might be best for for zipper as well. Uh, But you talked about some of the known outcomes. Uh, If we were to have, uh, well, I I guess I'm backing up because uh, I guess since the last time we talked or that I recorded a message, I believe it might have been the last message you recorded as well, is that the fact that... uh, zipper did try to escalate things. Uh, they did influence, they used their beacons, uh, which I guess that I said, why, why haven't we been using that term beacons? They used their beacons to, uh, cause the big ones to act out, uh, in a pretty intense way. And then the Spice friends said, hold on here. Uh, and there was a lot of ruckus, uh, and, uh, the ruckus uh, was toned down, uh, and then it would go up again. So that zipper let us know, okay, they're causing the ruckus, they're influencing the ruckus, they're aware of the uh, vicinity of feelings, uh, that the closer the feelings are to the big ones in the spice friends, I don't know, something is happening but that they, they're they getting closer with their ability to have the vicinity of their strong, strong feelings. Though you said they're overplaying th- their influence. but uh, And so we said, okay, well, this is not going to work. And and that was where you said, okay, well, yeah, this, well, there's more Spice Friends than Big Ones. You pointed that out. And we still have a closeness in... Uh, it uh, doesn't really make sense uh, if you're on your way here uh, and we have this, this sort of uh, escalations again, it's not going to work out for anybody That much is clear. And that by them escalating, it's only escalating the f- it's only esca- it's only standing in the way of us finding an actual solution, but that that ex- escalation is just kind of acting out. Uh, from their side and that it's leading in a direction it's leading nowhere maybe that's even what you said so that that wasn't gonna work uh, and then you said okay well it seems like you have two options kind of try to get us to go back to the old way which just you explain to them it's just not in the human like uh, we, we we won't be able to just say oh yeah we're not gonna we're gonna tone down our feelings uh, because of a looming presence of a planet that we are uh, we need to behave for, for their benefit, it'll also be our benefit, but only because of a looming uh, thing, the big ones, and the looming escalation that the zipper and the big ones feel like, the, the, or zipper feels like via the big ones, they uh, associate, as you said, uh, you know, that's not going to work probably. Because it's not going to work. Uh, um, It definitely won't work for us. And then you say, okay, you could move here. You could uh, come here and have this as another planet. Um, Maybe we could work that out. Uh, But if you were planning on coming here uh, and being the sole uh, resident uh, or residents, however you would describe yourselves, planet Zeparians, that probably won't work. Because... Uh, like, you you know, we're not like into that, uh, but, and he said, but, and also there could be unforeseen circumstances. Like you're just thinking you're going to move here. You're going to kick us off our planet or whatever. And then, you, then Zipper kind of said, well, we might, you know, maybe we could, uh, give you a couple areas to live in and it went back and forth, back and forth, uh. Like uh, with kind of like uh, backing up into a like a wall or something. And then they get the sense that you're just buying time. And they said, okay, how about this? Uh, there's nothing humans love more than a competition. And you said, what if, uh, you know, we see you, you've got this beacon going We kind of see, like, uh, if the big ones versus the space friends, we have a symbolic uh, uh, thing for victory of who gets to decide. Because that was like, okay, we're not going to agree. We have a lot of different ways of looking at the problems. We haven't found a way to work together that's uh, palatable. So what if we um, have a competition? And and you were of course Zipper is aware of that because you've been watching. You love Olympics. Uh, you love competitions because it brings out the humanity. You love watching that stuff, uh, and the highs and the lows, and and you're, you're like Zippers into that. And and President, you knew that, Madam President, and uh, and they said, so you're saying. We'll have an Olympic ass competition of the big, big ones versus the spice friends, and uh, the, wh- whichever wins, you know, if the big ones win, we get to decide, and if the spice friends win, you, you humans can decide. Uh, but hopefully, you know, you, your human hearts are full of empathy and compassion. quote quotes, but we we do have that, uh, especially with Madam President leading us again. Uh, that we would find a, a, a compassionate and empathetic way to work f- towards a solution with all of you. And uh, they went for it, which kind of seems to me, I say, wait a second, I don't see, but it, you know, they didn't, they, they're different than us. So they, they. I think the whole idea of an Olympic competition, like for some reason, they just became enamored with that idea. And maybe you knew that, Madam President, and they couldn't see past it. Your brilliance. And again, like you said, maybe we're heading the direction we're heading. is isn't the direction we're going or where our – And we I don't know if we have a destination. And so we're about to embark on these competitive events between the culminating in a relay race. Uh, and uh, I liked how you kind of stacked to the points uh, that the relay race would be worth. Uh, I think two thirds. Of the points and these other things would be worth, I don't know. I, the point system. I said, wait a second, though. The, then if you win the relay race, uh, anybody could win. So whatever, it's a so one half and or one half and one half. I can't remember. I think if you win all of the things, so we have to win one of the other one of the competitions and the relay race, because I don't know if we're going to win any of them. But, of course, that's just my outlook uh, because uh, I've been watching the Spice Friends practicing. The big ones, uh, oh, because they also got to choose. We got to design the relay race, uh, but they had the ability to, because that was the only other way they would agree on it. They picked all the Olympic-style events, uh, which are kind of dull, like giant rock throwing. That's the first event and you have to be, you know, we have to have your feet in contact, two two feet or two things in contact with the ground. The majority of your weight centered on the ground. So, I don't know, Madam President. It's going to be interesting because, uh, but yeah, so we'll have these competitions. I guess we'll check, I'll check back in or you'll check back in. And then we'll have the relay race and then we'll see what happens from there. All right, uh. Madam President here, I guess I'll relent to to that. Uh, Well, uh, the the gods and goddesses or the beings of Olympus are here inactive and uh, lots going on, but I do have an update. Uh, You know, we had a lot of debate. This is our kind of... uh, what I'm at least, uh, you know, what at least seems like the, our last chance, uh, well, now our last chance is coming up. So we lost the rock toss, uh, which was probably, and then there was a spl- water displacement splash competition. We Lost that. They also wanted to do a water carry competition. We lost that uh and then we uh had the swimming that, we won that so we won swimming and uh the gymnastics style events were the last thing and i don't think that was ever uh we we uh, it was uh that one was uncool. i mean we lost uh who would have thought that uh, these some of these uh, these giant beings would be so graceful and that the spice friends, while, I don't know. we tried different things with, the. I think it's just a matter of that, uh, the beacons are influencing. So anyway, so we have the relay race, right? So we have to win the relay race uh, to technically, what is that? Uh, I think I uh, technically we would win and it starts, a lot of it is influenced by the famous, uh, uh, the, the, that podcaster that was once a PE teacher in East Los Angeles. Uh, there's jump roping. Uh, then there's a hula hoop roll. And, you know, we had to find, obviously, things that the Giants uh, could use. Uh, then there's a, a three-legged race, which is kind of like uh, that's what we're calling it, even though, uh, you know, there's a different not everybody's a biped uh, there's a flying thing for the flying beings. Uh, then there's this crawling thing. Then there's a digging thing. And then it ends, which we stood uh, with a dance marathon. And uh, right now, uh, I guess that, that was one thing I couldn't believe. I pulled it off. Uh, the day, Like, uh, I don't know how... It's going on now. The dance marathon's going on now. And I'm trying to figure out what to do because, uh, I didn't think they would fall for that. Right. Having a dance marathon at the end of a relay race. Uh, but, uh, you know, I guess they, they, have only observed relay races. So they didn't realize, uh, that having a dance marathon at the end of a relay race, uh, uh, makes any, actually, actually, I was like, they, they won't agree to that, uh. But it hasn't really – like, everybody just keeps dancing, and it's kind of fun. It's very uh, – it's hard to stand around here, and maybe you hear – my voice isn't – I don't know. I, I've uh, I put a spring on my microphone so that you can't hear everything trembling with the bouncing and all that. But, yeah, so they all had a lead in the, the relay race because uh, uh, each victory gave you a time boost uh, instead of a point boost. uh uh, I, I I just said, well, let's just propose this and see what Zipper says. Uh, I mean, we pitched it, you know, just like we would pitch one of these shows. We have created imagery and feelings, but, but yeah. So the dance marathon's going on, and we're trying to figure out what to do. And I mean, I know what we're going to do next uh, is join the dance marathon. So I don't know, like. Uh, I'm going there. We're gonna all going to join. I mean, I'll tell you, uh, just in case, I still have hope in my heart. But I mean, maybe you can hear it. I know this is going to work out. I don't know how, because I know we're going to go to the dance marathon, all of us humans and all of the people that have been living in the art villages uh, as part of the Flavors of Feeling Buffet. We're going to dance with them. And we're gonna slow dance. Now not slow dance. I mean maybe some people will be slow dancing, but a sustainability dance and dance among the big ones in the spice friends and dance for as long as we can. Because we don't have an well, I do I think I do have a solution. But I can't even talk about it uh right now. And that's why I have hope in my heart. Something I've realized once again that I don't have, they can, I can only get us part of the way there. So, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll see what happens. Well, Madam President, uh, I could say that I've never danced, uh, and, you know, it was a great idea that you had all that water and all the refreshments and, you know, I danced and I sweated and I danced and I drank water and I danced and I sweated and I danced, uh, And we all danced and it was magnificent dancing among the big ones and the spice friends. And they were aware of us. So it was perfectly, I don't know. And it was weird how rhythm, the rhythm changed and the music changed and everything kind of happened in a way that it felt, uh, organic speeding up and slowing down and, and staying and, and you just trying to keep sustaining it, uh, And bringing in different people and bringing out people. But you and I were there almost the whole time, dancing and dancing and dancing. And then Zipper's saying, like, uh, Zipper was not happy about it. But there's so much uh, emotion in the dance, uh, so much joy and mirth, and so many flavors of feelings in the dance, and so many humans and so many people close. that physical, physical closeness, that physical expression of bodies on the floor, uh, bouncing around, uh, that they were powerless to stop the dance marathon, and they were just waiting. And that's when it shifted, uh, and you said, this is where we're at. Uh, This is, uh, we don't have a solution. Uh, Like you said, like you were saying, okay, we know where all the other, like all the spite when the spice friends and the big ones did come together uh where did they go and we said well you know some of them outer space a bottom of the ocean fused in a volcano i think uh, playing in a, a cave and he said we have to bring them back and i said why and he said i don't know why uh Uh, but uh, like, that's the next, this you you said, we, like, here's the thing. We'll dance for them to call them back. I, I think that'll work. Like we'll dance with joy and longing for them. Uh, because, and we'll dance asking for their help, asking them to return. At least some of them can return because none of them were gone. Right. Uh, like, uh, so we have to call them back, uh, because that's all we can do. We don't have, uh, it's the next action we can take. We don't have a solution, right? Like, uh, we, we but we can't just buy time and dance and then hope things will work out. Uh, but I don't know. They went out there like, what, what were they, they, they? I have to believe it. I have to believe, uh, And uh, so we're going to do, we're going to, you said, we'll just keep dancing until they come. And uh, I I said, okay, we'll believe. And again, this was stuff that was being broadcast. And then it was a call to the world. uh, Because at first people were kind of uh, watching the dance marathon or living their lives. uh, But you kept upping that, You, you know, you made it again. But it was different than the stuff with the toys and the NFTs or even the making toys for someone else. this was uh, and you said you saw it in a movie once like you said it was like a, one of the sequels to one of the, like a movie where there was like dancing was a part of their belief system. but you also said dancing has got to be in us somewhere like this raw rhythmic dancing. And you said if we could get the whole planet dancing most of it, you said, obviously, probably, you know, even if it's 2% of the planet, that's probably all we can ask. Something will happen, like things will happen, like uh, a solution will become possible. And so we danced as a planet together, all the humans. And I have to believe more than the humans, like because uh, the, that every creature on the earth uh, took notice. uh because I think it was more than two percent. Uh, there was people saying that the humidity rose as the world danced together. and people were rela- it, it changed people's relationship. Uh, like you said, all will be well, but you don't necessarily feel that 100% percent right and dance through it. Uh, we're asking for help. Uh, we don't know, you know, wow, dancing into the unknown. And dancing and dancing and dancing and dancing and dancing is all we did. Until, again, we saw at first it was long feather and lime leaf uh, uh, splashing and flying their way towards us. And then cinnamon stick and moth breast and garlic and boggy. Coming, and we don't we don't know what, what's going to happen next. This is on camera. They're coming towards us as we dance, and you know, Zipper's not happy because they said we won You know, they keep saying, but we say we can't hear you. We're dancing. Our whole planet is dancing, and when they arrive, I guess our whole planet will probably have to rest for a while. But you, you're confident that all will be well. Still, not exactly sure how all is going to be well. And you said, don't worry, I don't know either, but it is, it will be well. Let's keep dancing, let's keep dancing. And so I'm going to dance for a little while longer, a slow dance, winding, winding down uh, before I rest, uh, because that's what you taught me to do, Madam President, thank you.